0: Alright, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Calling a Man's Answer Show. This is live with my boy Sal. I mean, if you guys have been taking any of like, have you guys have listened to my podcast from here on out? We've done three, I think, that have been posted. We've done countless more that haven't been. Welcome back, Sal.
1: Pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have been had in class. Thank you, Colin. <laughs>
0: That's How like I'm you. a teaser. Yeah, so before we were on, we had some Domino's. We had a whole altercation at Domino's. You want to just talk what you, our day has been like or what the previous hour looked like for us?
1: Domino's has no fucking right charging $17 for a pizza that doesn't have any seasoning on the crust. <laughs> That's all I have to say about it.
0: <laughs> so we went to Domino's. He's like, you know what? I swooped in from his house, and we were, we were driving back, and he was like, you know what? Let's go to 7-Eleven real quick, we'll get some drinks, and then we'll we'll go and we'll get um, a pizza from Domino's. It took us like 35 minutes to get the pizza. I aired. don't
1: know if it was that long, but it certainly <laughs> felt like it.
0: It certainly felt like it. You can move the mic around. Remember, well, dude,
1: like, I fucking, the mic's fine where it is, I'll just move myself. The fucking thing is, I go and let Domino's all the time all the time. And they always have like a 50% off carryout special. And in fact, I'm actually going to look this up live on the podcast. I'm going to go on their fucking store website and look at the coupons that they usually have and see if they still have that 50% carryout special because of the clerk that was ringing me up was born in 1847. So because of that, this fucking old asshole charged me $17 for a large pizza. I don't think anyone's ever been charged $17 for a Domino's pizza.
0: No, you shouldn't be charged $17 for it for a Domino's pizza. And here's the thing. It wasn't even as good as the $5 Little Caesars pizza. That's what really pisses me it off. It
1: was a slightly better. It was, but it was better. It was like $6.50 good. <laughs> it wasn't $17. It was good. a $6.50 pizza, dude. Oh, man. six and a half. Six and four eighths. Speaking of, I was just gonna look where my
0: phone was. Currently my phone is being used as the there. video camera because I am poor and I do not have enough money for a non video camera. Don't move the wires, Sal.
1: A non video camera is just a camera. <laughs> a
0: non video camera. It's just a Kodak. It's one of the um, the ones that all the chicks here's my thing. Hold I on. have I have a I have a yeah, I have a I have a um what is it called when you have a you have a feud. I guess I have a feud. Grudge? To, I have a grudge against chicks on Instagram. Because they take Polaroids just to take pictures of the Polaroids. You know what I mean? Have you ever seen that? Right. Chicks take pictures of Polaroids just so they can post it on Instagram. But it's like, that's not even... Use the Polaroid as the memory. Don't post it. I guess I'm just kind of sounding like a hater right now, so...
1: I don't know. It adds to the aesthetic of the photo, I guess. But yeah, I see where you're at. It's it's the same thing as putting a fucking filter on to me. You it's think It's just so? an expensive $80... One time, like, you get know, one photo, don't fuck this up, filter.
0: Okay, so what do you think about this, man? Like, thinking about how easy it is for women to change their appearance so vividly on social media and using makeup, things like that. And then when some guy uses maybe steroids or they grow a beard out or they get a haircut, they're deemed as, like, they're looked at as, like, different. But it's, like, chicks can change their appearance so vividly in a picture and or um with makeup. It's, like, very vastly different, you know?
1: I want to start off by saying, uh, so can guys. Shouts out James Charles and all other members of the cosmetic community. Jeffrey Star, we see you. I know you're listening. Um, I I don't know, man. There's double standards and there's social stigmas and a lot of things. I mean, the thing with makeup is like, you can change your appearance with makeup. Sure, you can doll yourself up, but it's also like. I don't know. That's just some paint. You can wash it off at the end of the day. Well, to be honest with bull hormones, you're yeah. kind of stuck that way.
0: What I thought about the other day was how much really all it is is a like your attractiveness. Real, I mean, people, some people are really butt ugly. Like, don't get me wrong. Some people are just <laughs> fucking disgusting looking.
1: Right. If you want to see an example of one, listen to episode six with Chris Balchetti. <laughs> well, you can't see it, but
0: um some people are just ugly, but really it stems from how much money you have. If you get money, you will your attractiveness will go so high up because the what the clothes you wear, the watch you have, the necklaces you wear, the the, the just the, the sure. appearance like the drip. Now, don't get me wrong, Addison Ray is very attractive. She sure. was probably very attractive before, but just looking at her like pictures, I'm just like she's very attractive. It's like that must have came from the TikTok money, all the things she's getting. We can talk about that. Did you see what you did you see what I posted on TikTok about Addison Ray? I was basically saying, did you do you know what happened with her right now in the UFC? Uh,
1: I know she like was like the interview girl and then wasn't. That's all. So
0: the way I the way I see it is she got a gig. um, What are you doing on your phone?
1: I'm still looking to. I'm trying to get the fucking Domino's coupon on my phone. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm hell bent on fucking proving to myself.
0: Okay, so basically Addison Ray, she, basically what happened was she got this gig, the way I know it, she got this gig with the UFC and she, she posted this picture basically like saying something like, I had three months of journalism for this, like she was just doing like a, a flirty caption like all chicks do, you know? And one
1: large three times pizza, <laughs> $10.99. What the fuck? What happened? One large three topping pizza ten ninety-nine. Where was that coupon? I asked the guy I said doesn't your store have fucking coupons He goes Aah. Seriously this guy couldn't even read the fucking screen Like he had to put on his glasses And ask me like seven times what my number was Yeah dude phone. I remember that <laughs> uh. Okay so back to our house. Back Sorry. in that guy's time $17 could have bought a fucking house And he's charged me $17 for a pizza <laughs> Anyway, he wasn't there. that old First off, he was not
0: that old I'm not an like, Addison
1: Ray. I'm not made of money I can't spend $17 dollars Ten ninety nine is even overpriced I'm going back there And I'm going to talk to the dudes on Graveshift I'm going to be like Look man I deserve a free pizza for the inconvenience <laughs> Alright, back to what I was saying Off the Domino stuff Stay posted she- Next time I'm on this podcast I will be eating a fucking pizza That I will get for free I promise <laughs> you that I, I, I am a bat out of hell right now I am kidding that pizza Continue
0: Okay, so she posted this vi- picture and got continuous hate because they were like, "She's not qualified," you know. They like, there's sh- imagine going to school and working all this stuff, and and g- they giving it to Addison Ray. They're just hating on her, right? Right. And they ba- basically got her fired because apparently she wasn't qualified. This is the way I know it. Um, and so I posted this TikTok, uh, got a little bit of attention, and I said, "You guys are fucking haters, bro." Like, like she's an influencer. Like, if you watch any sport, there's just good-looking chicks interviewing the athletes afterwards. That happens with everything. right? Whether or not they're qualified or not. Maybe they are. I'm not going to say they are or not, but I'm just saying she's an influencer. And and then I, I went on to say... Although Joe Rogan is very, very qualified for the MMA, like very qualified. He's been doing it since he was 19 and everything like that. He's still the most popular man on the planet. So why in the UFC minds like, all right, well, we got the most popular man on the planet. We got the most paid athlete in Conor McGregor. We're building this extreme hype. Why wouldn't you go out and get a very attractive reporter who's a really big influencer on TikTok? That's a smart marketing move. Absolutely. Like We're talking about marketing.
1: Uh, absolutely, because especially when all the women in the UFC, no disrespect, look like Chris Cyborg. I don't want to look at Chris Cyborg. She mm-hmm. scares me. Well, I'm you're not sure watching, watching that for, You're not
0: watching the chick fights for attraction. You're watching it for the violence, right? You're watching. That's another thing about the UFC. It's a different sport because we're watching. Like, yeah, there's violence in football, and then yeah there's violence even in boxing, but it's more like critique, you know, and uh, more like critique-y and more. I don't even know if that's a word, but but Critics. you watch UFC for Conor McGregor breaking his leg. Anderson breaking is like someone's face. Remember that chick who looked like Mega Mind? You watch it, yes, for the. For the. Um, you remember what I'm talking about?
1: Uh, <laughs> no. Uh, I, I remember the baby from Chernobyl, but I don't think that's who you're thinking of. No, I'm not thinking of that. No. What were you going to say, though? I was going to say, you hit the nail on the head with what you just said. You watch UFC for the violence, right? Yeah. If I told you. Of the countless post-game interviews that you've watched in your life, I would tell you to tell me one quote that... Uh, Adam Thielen or, or uh, uh, Kirk Cousins has said in a post-game interview after any one of the 17 games last year you couldn't fucking tell me. Because that news, like post-game interviews are only relevant like, immediately after the game and that's it. You ditch them from your head. I guarantee you anyone that hated on Addison Ray doing the, uh, the commentary couldn't remember a single thing that any of the fighters ever talked about. And they were just hating on her because... Yeah. She, and, and granted, I'm on their side. I understand that, like, no, she probably doesn't know anything about the UFC. But you don't need to know anything about the UFC to ask people questions.
0: Well, to be fair, too, you I
1: mean, you can do a little bit of research, but it's mainly like you need to have an understanding on how to interact and how to ask people questions and and basically how to to network and how to market. And clearly she does because she's grown her brand to the point that it is. She understands how to reach out and how to get people's attention. And that's mm-hmm. what you want in an interviewer. You yeah. want people to tune in and watch.
0: Well, to be fair, too, me and my girlfriend, Trinity, we talked about um, this a little bit before I went and made my post. <laughs> we talked about how, what are you laughing
1: at? Before she went and uh, broke up with you for how attractive you said Addison Ray was <laughs> <laughs> extensively. I, I t- <laughs> I just said she's very attractive,
0: and I, I don't think it's fair enough to Because we, because here's the thing too: a, attractive women. Before I get back to this point, attractive women have been getting beat, patronized by ugly chicks online for a couple like years now because of the sheer fact. It's like you see a, you see a post of a, of an overweight chick. She's posting like, yes, slay queen, all this stuff, and then a hot chick post something, and you get just get hate, continuous hate, and it's like, it's like, it's. You wouldn't do that with men, bro. If there's a fat guy on the cover of Health Magazine, we'd be like, what the fuck is this? No, and and you have Chris Evans looking like Captain America was shredded, and you're saying, god damn it, I need to stop eating pizza, right? It's not an unattainable body like how everyone's trying to make it. You know, I don't like this fat phobia thing because it's like, dude, fat is something we all can fix. We all shouldn't be overweight. The number one cause of death in America is um, for people— for anyone, is heart disease. You know, I think for people our age, it's car accidents. But you know, we can lead into if we live that long, it's it's heart disease. I think sure. cancer's slowly after. But that is directly affected by what we eat. And so back to what me and Trini were saying, we were talking about, um, this, and we we're like, it's really people like that get hated because people aren't. They're not doing enough with their lives. So the reason they hate is because they hate themselves, truthfully, and it's just a mirror image. When they're looking at them, they're seeing exactly what they're not. They're seeing their ideal. It's like the – it's like – it's like um, Judgment Day in the Bible with Jesus. J- Jesus is the ultimate judge because he's the best a man can be, right? And it makes sense that Jesus is the ultimate judge because he's the, he's the best that you can be. Or Judgment Day, when you get up to heaven, it's like, what have you been doing this whole time? And so it's like when people see that, they see their own flaws, they see their own insecurities, and it makes them forget for a second when they hate that how much of a piece of shit they really are.
1: Yeah, I mean, I feel like fat phobia is, is uh, sort of a healthy mindset. It's like you said, the leading cause of death is heart disease. I mean, being overweight and being obese are things that we should all stay conscious of, and it's, I feel like it's, like I said, it's a relatively healthy thing to... Uh, to kind of stay on top of ourselves. Now, I don't think that means we should be little others for it. I don't think it's like, oh, yeah, everyone should be fatphobic. We should make fun of this fat person. But, you know, offer words of encouragement if you see someone who's overweight that wants to change the way they look. Or if someone's fat and they own it and they just say, this is who I am. This is the way that I want to look. Cool, but you know, don't necessarily put him up on a pedestal. I don't think we should put anyone on a pedestal, honestly.
0: No, I don't think anyone, we should either. Yeah, uh,
1: men's health shouldn't exist as a magazine. I don't give a fuck <laughs> if this dude shredded with a six pack. I don't look at him and like feel like I'm jealous of that guy. I don't give a shit that if this guy's the model for Abercrombie and Fitch. I look at that as a guy who fucking has to watch what he eats in the only lifetime that he has. I'm going to eat pizza because it's delicious. And I'm going to die at some point. So I might as well enjoy my time here. you know. That being said, I don't want to eat so much pizza that my time here is cut short by mm-hmm, it. Yeah. But I want to enjoy my time here. Now, I will eat yeah. significantly less pizza. If it's $17 a fucking pizza, <laughs> I'll cut back a lot. But otherwise, no. I'm going to eat what I want to eat.
0: Well, here's the thing, too. A, a big thing that we're not, we're not talking about enough. Um, I talked to a virologist about it and everything. We... People, the comorbidities, the people who are dying with COVID, really, not the anomalies, not the, ext- the on the extremes. I'm yeah. talking about the majority of people who are dying with COVID have comorbidities, heart disease, C- uh, CP, uh, COPD, okay. um, cancers, things like that. And we're not talking about that. We're talking about get your shot, get your vaccine. It's pushing. It's on every billboard. You can see it anywhere. You, you go on your web. It's like Joe Biden pushes to get vaccine. And it's like, I get it. You know, it's. It, you should get the vaccine. If you haven't yet, please get the vaccine. Um, unless you're extreme white wing, in which case, do whatever the hell you want. I don't really care, anyways. Right. Um, but get your vaccine. Party. You know. Um, but but here's the thing. It's 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 unsafe. It's unsafe to talk about a novel coronavirus like that and not talk about the implications it's causing and why it happened, and why so many people died in America alone. And it is because of the excessive drinking, the excessive smoking, the excessive lifestyle of Americans, excessive eating, heart disease, all these things that are caused by other things that ultimately kill you when you get this novel coronavirus. So yes, get the vaccine, but also maybe you should start doing yoga three times a week. Maybe you should quit back on smoking a pack a day. Maybe you should stop drinking alcohol every night. And I think quarantine pushed people into what they call deaths of despair, where people were overdosing, people were drinking way too much alcohol, dying of liver disease. Because when you push people in their homes, so there is a good and an evil about it, and I think this, and I think COVID really proved that we're not ready to have everything shut down, and and we're not as healthy as we should be.
1: Right. That's all I got.
0: All right. Um. You wanted to talk about something though. You wanted to talk about the <laughs> psychology of D's nuts joke, right?
1: What a segue! Yeah, because that's related. Yeah, let's get into it.
0: So he was his point was basically You go
1: into this whole fucking rant that's so well spoken <laughs> and so well put together and, and that showcases nothing but intelligence and the rare case of a success in the American education system. And then you go straight into my dumbass wondering why I laugh at these nuts jokes <laughs> every single time. And I'm not just talking about like guess what came in the mail today? I mean like like the Ligma, the Sugma, the Wendy's, those kind of jokes. It's almost like the neck,
0: bro. Yeah, it's 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 playful. It's really what it is. Why do we laugh at Rick and Morty? Well, Rick and Morty is actually intelligent comedy. But why do we laugh at Family Guy?
1: Uh, I mean, (laughs) some of us laugh at Family Guy.
0: Do you don't laugh at Family Guy?
1: Uh, I like to think that I'm above Family Guy. (laughs) You're not above. (laughs) This
0: guy's talking about. This guy is talking about (laughs) laughing at these nuts jokes, and he's above Family Guy. (laughs) Nobody is above Family Guy.
1: All right. If Joe was like, "Hey, Peter," I went hey, down Peter. to Wendy's the other day. I would laugh at it, but like, <laughs> that was a terrible impression. But hey, now, Peter. I mean, when Family Guy is funny, but it's also just like, uh, I don't know. I I, I laugh at half of. I, I'll I'll give Family Guy. I'll say half of Family Guy is funny. I laugh at half the shit. I'll give it that. Some jokes don't really uh, land for me. Well, that's everything, isn't it? Oh, uh, yes and no. But at the same time, it's also like the. The fact that some jokes don't land for me is the reason why I don't really watch it religiously. If you love Family Guy and you think it's hysterical and everything hits for you, you're going to watch it. You know, it's sort of just like we all have our favorites. Like, there's, so, you know, we all have different senses of humor and, and different. Uh, some people are deadpans, some people are slapsticks, some people just like different things, you know? What
0: show hits for you every time? Oh,
1: man. Uh, fuck. Show hits for me every time. Uh, i really like always sunny but at the same time that's a sitcom that's not so much i mean yes it has its funny moments and, and overall it's a comedy i'd say for sure but it's not just like joke after joke after joke mm-hmm. in that regard um it, i don't know because see it's hard to compare shows like that to family guy that are just joke after well joke yeah joke. i'd say simpsons for sure but i mean like i said it's like you can also say the same for south park it's like I don't know a certain niche that that shows up that I kind of fall into. I feel like it's also like with Family Guy, the issue I have over it is like it's quantity over quality, mm-hmm. and I feel like in comedy it has to be the other way around because there's so many people and it's so easy now and nowadays too in the realm of comedy when it comes to like uh, when it comes to like. Um, <coughs> you know, stand-up comics that are aspiring and posting themselves on, on TikTok or YouTube or Twitter. And, like, you can see clips of, like, people that are just, like, no-name people at the Laugh Factory all day long, if you want, on, on you know, whatever social media site you, you like to browse. And, uh, like I said, the market is so oversaturated with everyone trying to make it and everyone trying to be funny that... And it's just like this in any regard, whether you, you know, listen to music or... Uh, I guess... I mean, with acting on TV, it's not so much people like trying to put themselves out there, but you know what I'm saying. Like, anybody... like Take music, for example. SoundCloud's a great example of what I'm trying to get out here. There's an avenue that anyone can go down to put their music out online, and it mm-hmm. oversaturates the market. So in order to break the mold, you gotta be fucking good, right? You gotta have it. You gotta, you gotta have be damn near different. perfect. You gotta not only be damn near perfect, but you gotta have something different. Yeah. And it's hard to be different nowadays. You gotta find something that's... Like a sound that's different in a genre that... It, it, you know, there's, there's so many people trying to experiment. Yeah. Right. In a world of hip hop, you gotta find a you find a way to be Travis Scott. You know, and have like a signature sound with that auto tune that really sets you apart from everyone else, and makes your music just stick out. Right. Yeah. Same thing with comedy. And in order to stick out, you have to. It just has to. You have to be brilliant. You know. In my opinion, like you're the best comedy is is the shit that's really thought out and well refined. I'm not saying it has to be like, you know, the type of humor that you only get if you have a 200 IQ. It doesn't have to be the most intelligent humor, but it has to be really well written and put together and like your jokes have to be well polished. And yeah. I I just feel like, I don't know. I feel like as an art form, it's like I wouldn't want I'd rather go to an art gallery and look at 20 masterpieces, beautiful paintings than go to an art gallery and look at 500 paintings that were painted by a six year old. You know?
0: Yeah, I can see that. Well, you know, Not there's the trash
1: a trash family guy, though. Seth MacFarlane, fantastic comic. Uh, he's great on Twitter, but he doesn't tweet as often as Family Guy makes one liners. And like I said, some of them hit, some of them don't.
0: You know, I think there's a happy medium. I like what you were saying about the um, whole SoundCloud thing and everything like that, because I think there is a happy medium, especially with comedy and. Um, You know, even podcasting today, it's becoming everyone's doing it. If you have any fame, you're doing it. Um, It's, you know, especially music. And, you know, I can attest to this because I make music um, to an extent. I do it more because I like it than I do because I want to put stuff out. Same thing with this podcast. But... Um, It's it's wanting if you do want that and you want to make that your avenue. It's it's be it's the difference between wanting to be different and wanting also being popular enough for most people to like it, right? It's it's you want to be Travis Scott, you don't want to be. I mean, who's an example of a really niche um, musician? How niche? Like I'm talking about, like nobody listened to it, but I would know who he is. Uh, But like he's like I guess not Russ, not really though, because Russ is pretty popular
1: somebody like really under like uh like a corbin who was formerly spooky black
0: corbin yeah but he was even on the kid Leroy's album so like his name is more coming out there i'm talking about like it's wanting to be not too different while also wanting to be popular it's like because here's the thing like a little beep no because he was still kind of mainstream i'm talking like like if you make your sound too exhilarant and too um off the edge, you're gonna find people that really like it. Yeah. Same thing with any any. Shield. I got it.
1: Now, obviously, they have some following because I wouldn't know them if they didn't mm-hmm. have any single following. Yeah, death grips.
0: I don't know who that is, but yeah, I'm, I'm sure that's what it is. Okay, there you go. Yeah, it's like you you don't want to be too nichey, so that you can't. If you want to, if you want to make it, in that because you don't want to, you want to have enough to where you can. Get, you can be a Travis Scott. You can have that different sound. Or, you, like, Kanye, you can revolutionize something, but you don't want to be so standoffish that not everyone can listen to it, you know?
1: Right. No, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, you know, it's like, it's, yeah, it's like you said, it's finding that happy medium. And it's also like, if you're one of those, like, underground artists, it's like, at what point would you consider yourself a sellout? Like, what's the ceiling that you're, like, afraid to hit? Because it's like, oh, now I'm becoming too mainstream. It's something I don't want to be. I want to be like an underground type artist. I like the underground scene or whatever. I feel like a lot of people fall into that, that mindset where they never let themselves fully break and never let themselves fully get out there because they want to. You know, they just don't want to be sellouts, They don't want to be, the Kanye West of the world. I don't know. I feel like there's a lot of people that are underground that like stay underground. Oh, excuse me. Stay underground for that reason.
0: No, yeah, I can I can totally um relate to that. I especially with this, dude. I keep it a buck 50, you know, and I do it relatively stable and relatively short because I don't want this to become my main source of what I do, you know? But. I I find that this is fun for me and it stimulates my mind, but if I ever have a time where this is becoming more about the clout and more about um the money and anything with it, then then me doing it to stimulate my mind and have in, engaging conversations, then I'm just going to wipe it out because I don't want to be a podcaster. I don't want to be a an in entertainment. I want to be a guy who has this this pla- because, dude, we don't get to do this with everybody and, like all the time. Unless you really sit down with someone and have a long, long conversation. People are so bad at speaking, and they right. don't understand how to talk for long periods of time. And the only way you really grow is if you talk to people for long, long periods of time. So. That's the only reason that I can see where you're going with that and how you're saying that because, and respectively, I can see that with music too, because I even made music for the love of it you know I just I, it makes me feel a certain way same thing with working out It's not to look a certain way it's to, I it mean it helps but it, it makes me feel good right and it once it gets too much about because I even find myself slipping in this like I want it when I have like a clip that goes up or I have like, an episode that has hundreds and hundreds of views you know I'll be like oh my god I want more I want more then I'm like step back on what are you really doing this for is this for the is it for the other people and how they view you or is it for yourself right
1: well, I feel like it's always good to have a little of both in that situation, right? Like, it's like it's not a bad thing to want more in that regard because you want to push yourself to the best that you can be. And also, like, I don't know. I feel like those views will just act as motivation in that situation, right?
0: Like we said Zabby Medium, you don't want to be checking your stats. I was checking my stats for a while, a lot.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, you don't want to... Because that's exhausting, right? You don't want to wear yourself out. You don't want to wear yourself into the ground looking at your stats. And then I'm sure like – you don't upload to YouTube at all, do you? I do. Fuck. Right there. Yeah, that's what that's for. I realize that now. Because I consume all podcasts through Apple Podcasts. I'm an Apple guy. I'm one of the, I'm, a, I'm an Apple dick rider. Call me whatever you want to call me. That's just how I consume everything. So I don't look at podcasts on YouTube. That's why I don't really listen to Joe Rogan because it's not on Apple. It's on Spotify, and that fucks me over. Otherwise, I listen to more episodes. But that's just it. But anyway, um, yeah, I feel like a lot. Like one of the traps that a lot of people fall into when it comes to podcasting uh, on YouTube. And other sites where comments are readily more available, like uh, Instagram, also as well, is people will naturally take to heart all the hateful comments, and like you can have a hundred positive comments, but the second you read one comment that's even like in the slightest bit like hateful or disrespectful, that's the only one you're gonna focus on, right? And that's because you want to push yourself to be better, and you want to like do this for you, and also again, reach that happy medium where you're doing it for your followers as well. But it's also, like, it can get taxing, and it can honestly, like, be counterproductive and throw you off your grind because it can make you overthink things and make you not be yourself. It can mm-hmm. make you try to act like the person that you want to, to be or the person that you think you have to be, but in reality, it's like, you know, you got to give yourself those reality checks because the fact that you even got this far is you got this far by being you, and that's, yeah. you're going to continue to get farther by being you, and you know, sometimes rolling stones, you know, grown on moss and it takes a while to get those stones rolling. <laughs> and but once they roll, sometimes they roll through large pits of snow and pick up, you know, the nice mm-hmm. snowball effect and they get bigger and they that's how it's how natural progression works. But um I lost my train of thought on that.
0: No, that's good because it, <laughs> it, it, seg- it segued me into something I forgot good. where
1: the fuck I was going halfway <laughs> through it because I'm in a room with Colin right now, and there's a lot of, I'm pretty sure I have like ADD or ADHD, which is why I'm a great podcast guest. But I'm in a room and there's a lot of stimulants around. I'm looking at all the books on your bookshelf, and I'm like, endangered minds. Why children don't think we can do, and why children don't think and what we can do about it. And I'm just like reading all the titles of the books as I'm talking, and it's fucking me up. I be, I need, maybe
0: maybe we should have switched sides. Yeah, you
1: need to lock me in like a closet. <laughs> <laughs> but I gave you a segue and that's why I'm a good guest. So yeah, we know, what did. were you gonna talk about?
0: I might have lost it. Um what were we just talking about before we're this? We're
1: talking about like uh oh, falling. Yeah. Rolling stuff yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, we're talking about Michelle.
0: Um we what I was gonna say was um I'm excited though for me because I have all these ideas and I know they're good ideas and I have a lot of things that I'm going to be good at in my life not to like toot my own horn or anything but it's cool because I'm not generating, I'm not too big right now and I'm not going to be big for a while and I know, and sometimes that hurts because I always think to myself, you know, I'm 21 I should be doing more, and then you see Gary V wanting to rip his arms off to be 21 but then you remember Alexander Hamilton was 21 when he helped write the Constitution you're like, well, I'm not nothing, so
1: I... Well, here's the thing it's like you say you're not going to be big for a while but you don't know that. You expect that you can anticipate that, you can look at metrics and you can assume that, but you don't know that things blow overnight you, know, you yeah. might wake up next week and all of a sudden this video because I'm so popular and famous and everybody loves me has 200,000 streams yeah I and all of my disciples and followers have streamed it and told their disciples and followers and st- and to stream it and now all of a sudden like Joe Rogan wants you on and UFC wants you to commentate <laughs> and do interviews and yeah I don't think that's... you online yeah and then people get you fired from the UFC yeah
0: I feel like
1: other than
0: I'd actually have less knowledge of the UFC than the Edison Ray did.
1: Probably, but I mean,
0: I don't really know anything about the UFC. I watch, I like, I like it, but
1: I know one thing. What do you know? It's fucking, if McGregor's fighting, bet on the other dude.
0: <laughs> That's mean because he did dominate for a really long time.
1: No, absolutely. But yeah. that being said, he did. Sports evolve. Yeah. If I'm, you know, no disrespect to. Uh, you know, everyone's going to have their arguments about it. But no disrespect to M- Michael Jordan. I'm going to call him the GOAT. But, you know, people say him, people say LeBron, what what have you, right? In a current day situation, if we take, f- what, 50-year-old Michael Jordan? I don't even know how old MJ is right now. 50 something, probably. Yeah, we put him on the court up against fucking Drew Holiday. I'm taking Drew Holiday. Well, maybe, well, I don't know. Giannis. Yeah, yeah, Giannis is dunking all over MJ. He's fucking MJ up, right? Yeah, that was the time where MJ was the man, and he's still the man. Well, we just had him disoriented,
0: didn't we? He Kobe Bryant was basically MJ, right?
1: Uh, to a degree, yeah.
0: Yeah, like yeah, I mean, to a
1: degree for sure. In terms of hustle and work ethic, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, no question. No question. No fucking question.
0: And they have that killer mindset, dude. There's something about killer kings, bro. Who just, you know, they just. They just want to kill everything. They're like lions, man. They're they they want to kill everything in their path. They're like um, tanks or like um, bulldozers. They want to break everything there in in their way to, until they reach that pivotal point, you know. And there's no stop for them. You know, there's the famous story MJ. You see all the you see how like the MJ stories. But he was he would gamble, dude. Golf. He would gamble. He sure. had a gambling problem. You know, there's a famous story that he got his father killed gambling. Maybe. Um, Did you know that?
1: Um, no.
0: He might have had his father killed gambling.
1: Uh, Here's another confession of mine. Because I just don't ever fucking watch TV, that's why it was so hard for me to answer that question earlier. I just don't watch TV, truthfully. I don't watch shit. I wish I had more time to watch. I'm just like, I fell out of fascination with streaming and just watching things. I don't know why. Hmm. Because I enjoy watching things. I love movies. I love the things that I have watched. But, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I haven't watched The Last Dance. And I'm sure that was covered in that, but fuck if I know.
0: You know, I didn't watch The Last Dance either, but um, well, yeah, well, what didn't. is, you know, that segment is mean to this documentaries, man. There has been a right. boom of documentaries right sure. now and podcasts and things of intellectual nature. Right. And it's really cool because our generation, it's really showing everybody that our generation is driven by learning right. and growing.
1: Well, I, go on.
0: No, that's, I that's all I was going to say.
1: Yeah, sorry. I also have a problem that I need to work on where I cut people off all the time. You're good, I bro. Can't wait to speak, and I hate that. But, um, yeah, I feel like uh, that boom in podcasts, it's like one of the few pros that have come out of uh, our, our, like I don't, I, I guess just the pandemic, for lack of a better term. Even though I hate that word because that word uh, comes with a connotation of death, and I hate thinking of the amount of people that have died from COVID and, you know, I just I just don't like thinking about the amount of human loss from it, even though it's just you know it's part of it. It happened, but um, I was gonna say that's one of the few pros from uh, from us living in COVID land is the amount of documentaries have boomed because a lot of people have had just the downtime to research things that they've been fascinated in for a long time that they just never had the the time to to look into, like to a ridiculously overfull extent. I don't even know over. I guess over typhen full over full isn't a word, but anyway, yeah. It's just it's cool that a lot of people have been able to uh, do their research and hit the books a lot more than they would have because they didn't have the downtime too, and also documentaries. You know, they're easier to turn around. Mm-hmm. It's like yes, you have to you know obviously get a film crew and gather clips and all that shit, but I mean, you can film a documentary in a couple weeks. It takes months to film Avengers. You know.
0: And yeah, money.
1: and fucking money.
0: I think it takes years to film Avengers.
1: Uh, not necessarily years to get the movie from from the script to the screen. Yeah, yeah. filming itself. I mean, they, because you know, time is money. It's like they they that shit's kind of concise because they they know what they're shooting for, and obviously the actors have to act to make money. So if I'm Robert Downey Jr., I'd rather make ten movies in three years. And make the money than work Mm -hmm. on one Avengers movie and only make money from that.
0: You know what's interesting about acting? It's so different than any other entertainment because you're taking on other personas. You know, comedians, like, yeah, you have a different kind of persona when you're on stage, but it's still you telling the jokes. Um, And music, it's still you making the music. Acting's weird because it's almost like you're worshiping these people who they're not really them.
1: Yeah. There's there, yeah. I mean obviously there's a few exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, yes, absolutely. i when you say that in comedy, my I, I, you know, I think of people like uh like obviously like there's the obvious ones like ventriloquists like Jeff Dunham, like people that play characters. But then if you want to look like, look at actual stand up acts, the ones that are actually funny. That was a shot at Jeff Dunham. <laughs> uh people like robin williams come to mind fascinating dealers. dude uh absolutely um you know jim carrey guys that and, 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 you know, obviously that's that's one of the reasons why they transitioned into Film so well and went on to make, you know, classic movies that everybody knows and loves. It's because they were essentially character actors on stage, but that was always part of their comedy. It was escaping their own reality and and manifesting their, their new one. And they could live in whatever world they wanted to live into because they were so great at improvisation and they're just so imaginative, you know. Robin Williams, I feel like, probably was the most, had the. Broadest imagination since Walt Disney. And it's a fucking shame that we lost him. Because if you ever go back and listen to some of that guy's comedy, just the the places that he would take himself on stage and the pictures that he would paint were just absolutely incredible. Good
0: morning, Vietnam. Dude, all... um, Absolutely
1: incredible.
0: Mrs. Doubtfire. Dude, he was... Jumanji. He was one of the greatest... He, like, did it on both stages.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%.
0: It's almost like... The other, cl- the, another close person that I would give next to him is, I mean, you can go modern day Kevin Hart the way he's transforming acting. He's in a he's, sure. He was in a drama sure. yeah. not too long ago. Yeah. But uh, Eddie Murphy, Daddy Daycare, sure. all those movies. Absolutely. But he Eddie Murphy's wild because he just stopped doing comedy for like a while. He dude. became a father. He, that's what happened.
1: Yeah, he, he had kids to raise. He had a lot of kids, and that's just it. He just wanted to be a family man. He just said family is more important. He, do, he did the same thing that uh, yeah. like someone like Rick Moranis did. Dropped mm. off the face of the earth because he wanted to do comedy. The only m- huge name that we haven't talked about is probably the biggest comedy actor ever in terms of revenue and, and uh, just, like, overall success. That would be Adam Sandler.
0: I was going to say him. Yeah. He Dude, he um his deal with Netflix. Um, Adam Sandler, I don't think anybody made it. Maybe to an exception exception Will Ferrell in the early 2000s. Yeah, okay. nobody, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Nobody made, had a run of comedy movies like Adam Sandler, family comedy movies right. like Adam Sandler.
1: But, but, but that being said, with the exception of Uncut Jebs, which is the outlier, Adam no, Sandler I'm- is Adam Sandler in every Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Even though he's playing different characters, he's playing Little Nicky, who's the spawn of Satan. He's playing uh fucking I can't name any other Adam Sandler movies. Billy Madison. He's playing Billy Madison. He's playing the wedding singer. The
0: Water Boy. He's
1: playing the Water Boy. He's playing Bobby Boucher. He's playing uh, his role in Fifty First Dates.
0: Grown Ups.
1: Yeah, only well, it's just Adam Sandler in grownups. But yeah. yeah. But in every movie, like, yes, the, there's a character, but he's pretty much Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. You know, he does the voices and the mannerisms, and he's just Adam Sandler. That's just who he is.
0: But nobody had a run like him. I mean, Will Ferrell yeah. and, oh, yeah. and Kicking and Screaming and all those movies.
1: Well, Will Fer- yeah, but I mean, like. I guess, well, Ferrell, I, I would argue, played more characters than Adam Sandler did. Adam Sandler, like, he, he I'm, it's a good thing he's never committed murder, because he's not getting away with it. Like, the, you could pick Adam Sandler out of any criminal lineup. Yeah. Like, he's, you know, and that's a good thing. That's a good thing when he's that personable and that unique for him, to establish him, and, you know, as an actor, but... uh yeah, it's just uh, in terms of character actors, it's I don't know. We we're talking about character actors, and I guess I couldn't really put Adam Sandler into that because, like, he is just so him. Mm-hmm. You know, there are a lot of actors that do roles that are just them, you know. Like,
0: you know, to an like extent,
1: John Wayne is not getting the cast yeah. as in a comedy. You know, to an extent, I Wayne, think
0: uh, I Leonardo DiCaprio is kind of that way. While he is a fantastic, almost A list actor, he is Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Yeah, I'd give him that. Yeah, sure.
0: Like, you can't really see him. I guess he does have, like, movies, but he's always, like, this successful, really smart lead guy. Like, Denzel Washington changes, yeah. but he's still kind of Denzel Washington.
1: Yeah, I mean, DiCaprio, the there's, again, outliers, like Revenant.
0: Yeah, I never saw that, bro. Is that good?
1: I don't know, but it won him an Oscar, and nothing else did.
0: Yeah, I'm in here. Um, He's telling me, let's eat. I like Sorry about that. I, I'm in here doing something, clearly. Very clearly doing something.
1: (laughs) Whoa! No need for the disrespect, Colin. No, I'm just doing something. Colin demands his space. Colin demands isolation. If the door is locked, the doors are locking. Don't come and knock (laughs) him.
0: Back to what we're saying, though.
1: Um, I don't know. Yeah, Robin
0: Williams. I wanted to bring this up earlier. Let's go
1: back to Robin Williams, and let's not talk about the. Let's not not talk about that. (laughs) Well, then
0: let's do this. It segues from that. Did Epstein kill himself?
1: No, and neither did uh, McAfee. Next question. McAfee? Yeah, John McAfee.
0: Don't know the story.
1: The guy who created, like, McAfee fucking the uh, software shit? Like, the antivirus software? Nope. Anti malware shit? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, he was rich. This guy named John McAfee, who, like, invaded the U.S. government for a while. He got uh, wrapped up in some tax shit, I believe. I don't really remember what he got wrapped up in, but I know he had to, like, leave the country and, like, went to live on, like, an island and shit. And, uh,. Ended up getting arrested and going to prison for a long time, probably the rest of his life. But he had Twitter for whatever reason, because he's a billionaire.
0: I did hear rich Richard. people have
1: different uh, rules when it comes to the um, uh, what's the system called that like prisons are a part of? I the word's escaping me. And uh, once is like The black system needs reform Because it does Prison the, a, system? Yeah, cri- criminal The criminal justice just, Yeah, okay they, Criminal justice, the justice system. system Justice system has different rules For white eccentric billionaires Than it does for like Underprivileged black kids That are just trying to do What they can to make ends meet and Yeah, don't have to be black but you, know, you get what I'm fucking saying I get, you, get you get what, you what, say what I'm now. saying Shit's fucked up and needs to be fixed Anyway um, Yeah, John McAfee Was basically tweeting like I'm having a great time in here Everything's good If I end up dead, it was not a suicide. I didn't do it. I'm fine. I'm happy. Life is good.
0: And he killed himself?
1: Gets gets found hanging in a cell, yeah.
0: That's, uh... Yeah, dude, it's...
1: Which at that point... JFK
0: also didn't kill himself, if you didn't know.
1: Yeah, he was shot. That's how (laughs) it works.
0: Yeah. Well, not always. People shoot themselves.
1: Yeah, but not in the... There's video.
0: I know. I'm just saying. He... You know what's crazy? I was just looking into this. I was gonna make a TikTok on this. If you look at what Bohemian Grove is, right? You know what Bohemian Grove is? I've heard of it. Okay, so Alex Smith or not Alex? Alex God Jones. Damn. Alex Jones, right? Is his name?
1: Uh, the the whacked, yeah. Alex Smith was the, the <laughs> had the most inspiring story in the history yeah, not of not the guy who not
0: not the guy who, who had one of the worst injuries on the Washington football team but the guy the who snuck in, in the
1: history of sports mind dude okay yes not only was it the like, you Paul know Paul George's that,
0: right? was probably worse and Kevin Ware's was definitely worse
1: I don't know because Alex Smith not only did the bone like br- like when it broke it twisted so it like shattered and there was shrapnel everywhere yeah but he had an infection that nearly killed him and then nearly had to amputate his leg.
0: No, I knew that. I'm saying that after the fact, definitely the inspiring after the story. Fact. Yeah. Kevin Ware, he had two knees. His leg was bent with the bone sticking out.
1: Yeah. Okay. Anyway, fucking. Uh, let's get back to whack job, Alex. Alex okay. Scouts. Okay.
0: So. He snuck in He was talking about Bohemian Grove and no one really believed him. He oh, snuck in this place. yes. Well, okay. it's not even a cult, it's old presidents, it's all the richest people. And they go here and they have this like kind of cult-like activities. He snuck in, he recorded it. They were all in these robes. They were burning this like man figure and made of sticks. It was crazy. But what's crazier is if you look up this stuff on Wikipedia, it comes up and it tells you everything. It's founded in 1878. Uh-huh. No women are allowed. All this stuff. But the craziest part about it is if you keep reading down, it said it's famous for magic, or not magical, it's famous for um, some of the most in, no um, innovative ideas, like the Manhattan Project. The Manhattan Project was thought of at this coke-like place. Well, the yeah, fucking get, atomic bomb you got, you got, was thought of at Bohemian well, Grove.
1: You get you got a room full of some of the most intelligent and wealthiest people in the world, it's like, yeah, people are gonna start spitballing. I mean...
0: No, but like, what else has been thought of there? Got JFK Assassination? Else? Possibly, you know what I'm saying. Like, possibly, they just came out. The Pentagon just came out and said that um, there's aliens or they, there's UFOs that exist, and we just don't know what they are. And nobody's talking about it. I know why is nobody talking about that?
1: Uh, because Tom DeLonge's been talking about it for 20 years and ran it into the ground.
0: And Bob Lazar. Yeah. Look, here's the thing about all that stuff. Shout
1: out to Tom, by the way.
0: I don't even know who that is. It's
1: the fucking is the. He's the dude that says, where are you? No, that guy? Yeah, that guy. He's the, San- um, he's the one in Blink that sounds like he's like super from San Diego. Mm-hmm. And the other guy is just like kind of from San Diego.
0: No, but like... Okay, what's your take on aliens?
1: Uh, fucking... I mean, they're, they're real. They have to be. They have to be? Yes, they have to be. But
0: have they contacted us? Have they been here? Things like that.
1: Pro- more more likely not than likely. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. I fucking worded that terribly. Probably not Uh, There's a good fucking chance they have not But who knows maybe they have Maybe they have and You know Roswell was real And uh, people say that's what got Marilyn Monroe killed That's a conspiracy theory have you heard that Mm -mm. Explain it Shortly after the Roswell thing in New Mexico uh, That was like That was during the Kennedy administration JFK was fucking Marilyn Monroe We knew that yes That's documented it's on paper Salute right People say that, uh, 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 I think it's like it's recorded somewhere that, uh, Kennedy apparently, and, and like I said, I, I've only briefly gone over this one time, so my memory is very hazy of it. But I guess it's reported that Kennedy kind of, during Pillow Talk, after one night after he was fucking in Monroe, let it slip to her that, uh, they aliens are real and they found a UFO crash with alien life in it at Roswell. And uh, there's... People speculate that Marilyn Monroe tried to get the word out and tried to be like, John, you have to tell everyone. This is revolutionary. Like, this is a, a huge deal. And like two days after that, died of a drug overdose, apparently. Everyone close to Marilyn Monroe reported that she didn't do drugs. And all of her close friends said there's no way she could have had a drug overdose. That She wasn't a drug user. Sure, she might have drank every now and then. Everyone did. But they said she... There's... Like it's zero chance that that could have been the cause of death, so it's widely speculated that she was she was whacked by the U.S. government in the same way that Bob Marley was and every other.
0: Bob Marley had cancer
1: that was allegedly given to him by the U.S. government. That's another conspiracy. How can conspiracy you give theory.
0: how can you give a person melanoma?
1: People say that uh, he was uh, the government kept intentionally uh, exposing him to high amounts of ra- uh, like radioactivity.
0: Yeah, they just kept giving him... Really I don't ag- fucking UD's. know, dude. the
1: shot with a ray gun from afar. I have no clue. The Ronald ray gun. I have no <laughs> idea how. But it's a conspiracy theory that apparently because he was such a positive person and was preaching unity and, uh, you know, one love and all that shit, the government was like, nah, fam.
0: Nobody sniped Gandhi.
1: Nobody sniped Gandhi, but that's because Gandhi, like, became famous when he was, like, 130. So like, nobody needed to snipe Gandhi.
0: True. True. You know, there is something to be said, that. All these conspiracy th- theories, you know, here's the thing. Most of them, I thought, were just nonsense. Until recently, when all this shit's coming out, and all these, this whole pandemic, and and the media got the president of the United States elected, regardless of your beliefs, I don't, regardless if you're a fucking Trump fanatic, I'm not, but if you are, regardless of it, the media got Joe Biden elected. The guy is 78, can't even say
1: Uh, f- I don't think we need the video, honestly. Fuck it, let's let's keep rolling. Okay. You might be f- out of space, that's why it might have cut off. Because uh, a one hour long video is going to be a hell of gigs.
0: Can you grab me that real quick, though? I mean, yeah. while, I, while I finish what I'm saying. So, like, there are things that the government does hide from uh, us. I
1: mean, the media got Joe Biden elected, but like... At the same time... Uh... I don't know. At the same time, I also feel like Trump got Joe Biden elected through media, if that makes I ha- sense.
0: No, explain that.
1: So, obviously, Joe Biden didn't have much of a campaign going into the election, right? Nobody expected him to win. People started dropping like flies left and right, right? Yeah. Bernie dropped. Uh, Andrew Yang dropped. Everyone started dropping, right? Obviously, Joe was the front runner for the Democratic campaign. Or the Democratic Party, I should say, but he didn't have much of a campaign put together. Like you didn't see a lot of Joe Biden rallies. There wasn't a lot of ads on TV, shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. But America has done nothing for the past four years. Like I should say, like blue America. Obviously, like the far right Republicans. That's always been their guy. But I would say all the leftists. And I would say the majority of the people that are kind of in the middle ground that aren't really red or blue, that are kind of undecided, I feel like that's where you and I both kind of fall into our yeah. you know, respective uh, parties because a two-party system doesn't work. Um, Everyone fucking hated Trump, right? If not hated, strongly disliked the guy who didn't think he was fit to be a leader, right? Mm-hmm. All Trump did for four years was make himself look bad. And people say, oh, the media made him look bad. It's like, well, you can't, you know, it's like you, you if you're on video saying... You know if your daughter wasn't your daughter you'd be banging her or women like it when you grab them by the pussy or, or whatever or fucking uh, tell a Native American uh, congresswoman that uh, she should have fun on the campaign trail <laughs> clearly alluding to the trail of tears and shit like that like the media can only twist things so far right Biden won by being the other guy like straight up. Biden won by being the guy that wasn't Donald Trump. People voted for Joe Biden because people would have rather anyone but Donald. That
0: yeah, way. I agree with that. So,
1: Donald, so Joe, Donald Trump won Joe Biden the election by making himself look like a fucking asshole for four years. And by, making, and by being so divisive and making so many people to the point where they can't stand him, they just wanted him out. And I'm going to raise my hand and say I was one of those fucking people. I wanted him out. I just, I didn't want to, f- I fucking hated every day of four years going on Twitter and seeing something about Donald saying this or doing that or going on TV and every news feed is talking, you know, Trump said this, Trump said that, da, 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 da. It's been so much fucking quieter with Joe Biden in office because Joe Biden doesn't have that, uh, say what you will about the guy and what kind of a job he's doing. But he doesn't have. He the- doesn't have the
0: ability to speak. Is what he doesn't have.
1: Well, he doesn't have the fucking ego that Trump has, where Trump has to be the center of attention.
0: I mean, I do. I think. I think that's all right. To an, ex- to an, to an extent, he's not as polarizing as Trump. Sure. But I think he's still. I think anybody that's in the Democratic Party is a self-righteous piece of shit. To be honest, not everybody, not like the people who are like, view themselves as democratic. I mean, the leaders in the party. I'm talking about Nancy Pelosi, AOC, right. Biden, all of them. I, to the extent, I feel the same way about the Republicans. You know, right. I think they're all, I think they're all just kind of idiots. And I, I, think, I think they're all power uh, Every
1: politician is a fucking criminal to me. And I trust none of them.
0: You shouldn't trust any of them. But here's the thing: I don't, I don't like the idea of having somebody who can't say their own na- name dealing with Putin, dealing with Xi Jinping, dealing with uh, Kim Jong-un. The only thing that Trump brought us that I will give him credit for was the fear of those nations. They had some, we were America, you know, America, scary America. Now we're Biden who's pulling out of Afghanistan. You think what you want about that. Who's doing all these things that the the gas prices are raising because he's shutting down pipelines. Um, Right. You know, he's doing a lot of these things and making people get vaccinated. Trump would have done that anyways. But I'm saying like it's, it's went from America first to right. government is right, do what the government says.
1: Right, and the pandemic also was like the icing on the cake when it comes to, uh, you know, the media winning Biden the election because it was just like so many everyone who was affected by somebody that had COVID because Trump like went on TV and publicly said that like the virus wasn't a big deal, not to worry about it, whatever. China virus, Kung flu, making light of the situation.
0: Hey, it is the China virus, though. It's like 90% sure it came from a lab. Well,
1: yeah, but I mean, fucking regardless. Like, he's on TV making jokes like Kung flu and, like, making light of it, making it act like it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. And it was also, I'm sure, you know, Times verbatim said, like, you know, virus wasn't anything to be afraid of. Any person that had a relative that lost a life due to the coronavirus is going to vote for Joe Biden. Any person that was dramatically affected by COVID-19 that felt like Trump didn't take it seriously was going to vote for Joe Biden. And who knows? Maybe that was an intentional thing. I don't fucking know. Maybe that was thought up at uh, the fucking Fireside Chats. Bohemian Grove? Yeah, Fireside
0: Fireside Chats.
1: Yeah, maybe that was thought up at the Bohemian Grove. You
0: know what the the Fireside Chats are?
1: Yeah, that was a radio program by FDR.
0: Uh, FDR yeah, FDR, yeah. I just learned that on one of my podcasts with uh, Teddy, who's a historian. He was telling me that. He was like, Trump's tweeting is the 21st century version of FDR's fireside chats. Absolutely, yeah. That's fascinating, dude. And I, we never really think about it. Also, shout out FDR, the fucking American monarch. We had to kick him out. Finally, we all finally got him out when he After died. 12 years. After he died. God, what a dickhead, bro. Yeah.
1: But I mean, well, that's how we get out most of our presidents, right? They die. Yeah, we, or we try to kill them. The polarizing ones, no, not you and I specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Please not. do not come to my house with SWAT. Do look to the camera; that's not there anymore. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I would like to point out for the record that uh, you know, not not you and I, but I mean, there's for there's been a uh, how many uh, attempts have there been? Un- assassination attempts. attempts, yeah, unsuccessful assassination attempts.
0: At least half of the presidents, probably,
1: right? Because Reagan was shot, yep. right? Uh, Roosevelt was shot. Theodore, not Franklin Delano.
0: I think Theodore was shot before he was president, right? I
1: don't know, probably. That dude probably got shot every day for breakfast. I mean, it was a fucking... Uh, I don't even know who he was. It was a tough son of a bitch. Though. It's
0: crazy that no one tried to shoot Trump, right? Uh, Over a dozen attempts at assassinating the well, president of I mean, the United States.
1: Here's the thing. Nobody tried to shoot Trump because everybody in the crowd to- was open carrying. <laughs> and every person that went to a rally was a gun-toting, far-right, Second Amendment Republican. So yeah, no, nobody's going to try to shoot Trump, because if that's the case, you're going to get blasted by 200,000 22s.
0: It was Franklin D. Roosevelt who had, had an assassination attempt.
1: Yeah, like I said, there's a lot of them, you know.
0: The four that died were Lincoln, Garfield, McKinley, and Kennedy.
1: Yeah.
0: Fidel Castro... Yeah. Along with others, they try to assassinate Castro so many times that the highest estimate numbers, over 600 attempts. The USA, the CIA tried to kill Fidel Castro 600 times.
1: Fucking, if that doesn't deserve a cigar, I don't know what does.
0: You know, that's crazy. 600 times to not die 600 times.
1: Who was it that had, I think it was it Castro that like, they sent a guy and Castro was just like, basically like kidnapped, like he captured the guy that was sent to kill him. And, like, sent them back, and it was just like, tell your guys to fucking cut this shit out, because it's clearly not working. I
0: think it might have been Castro. If you guys
1: try to assassinate assassinate me again, I'm going to do something.
0: Well, he was an evil motherfucker, dude. And so was Che Guevara, and people are wearing Che Guevara shirts nowadays.
1: People wear the hammer and sickle shit all the time and act like... uh, Which is crazy! Yeah, act like fucking um, Stalin 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 wasn't 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 responsible for nine million
0: deaths during World War II then yeah not at least nine million uh, he starved Ukraine yeah in the holodomer uh, Lex Friedman he's a really famous podcaster. I don't know if you know who he is but he um his grandma survived holodomer
1: wow really
0: crazy you know you with those people like that and people who have you want to know why everyone you want to know everyone's like what all the immigrants are voting for Trump you it's because all of them fled from Cuba, and you know how uh, scared they are of communism. Oh, yeah. They are so fucking scared of communism that they wouldn't dare vote for Trump um, for Biden. Anything left, anything progressive, they are not going to do that. They are so against communism. People don't understand. You've never grown up because we're far enough removed that the Soviet Union wasn't around when we were born.
1: I don't think it. I, I really don't think it was when the Cold War ended.
0: I, the the Soviet Union dissolved in ninety one. So, yeah, yeah. so our parents are old enough to understand, and our yeah, grandparents so, yeah. are understand the Red Scare, but no one really understands McCarthyism and how people who are who viewed themselves as communists got blacklisted from um, from Hollywood and how 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 being a communist was almost like being a traitor. It was being a traitor during the Cold War. Right. And people don't understand that, and wearing a hammer a hammer and sickle is just like a big fuck you to anyone who who's had whose family members died in any of the um um communist countries or anybody in North Korea dude North Korea is a bunch of piece of shit Yeah, it's sort
1: of like we're on a swastika
0: it's just as bad as yeah. we're on a swastika yeah you are like, no. and It's because you can you can see the Nazis and the racism. They were white. They hated everybody that wasn't white, right? With communism, you can't ne- – it, yeah, yeah. it was just evil. It was just – you can't understand the systematic – because people need something to point back. White people hate black people in America. That's the oppression, right? White people, white White men, people
1: hate everyone in America.
0: I think everybody hates everyone in America.
1: Rightfully so. They you should. know what I'm saying? Um you know, well, I, think I shouldn't say rightfully so. I don't hate everybody. I don't hate but, everybody either. Uh, large oppressed groups of people should hate the oppressors, and so on and so forth. Continue.
0: Yeah, I, I tend to believe it's more of a poverty thing. It's more of a class thing. You can go into this obviously the race argument about that. I don't but think I
1: think that's a discussion we need to have on our podcast. I think <laughs> that we should. You should. Talk, I think you should definitely talk about that with someone who has like a degree in it. Yeah, that'd be smart. Yeah. <laughs> um, not, not I. <laughs> not I. Preferably a person of color or a person of a large, uh, you know. Uh, um. They're a
0: little bit biased, though. Isn't anyone? No, that's what I'm saying. I'm biased, yeah. but they're smarter than me and biased. I need to be, is needs to be someone who's learning it with me, who I should argue with. Because if I talk to a, if I talk to a professor about it, I'm not like, I'm not like a fucking white radical so i'll believe i'm like oh that's a smart argument you know but if i argue if i have an actual discussion with someone who's on the same um intellectual um level as me we'll actually have a discussion we'll actually grow from it
1: right but also i feel like by talking to like a professor wouldn't that help you build yourself up to their level as well like obviously that's kind of what classes are like one of my professors
0: is a gay black dude and he's one of my favorite professors
1: awesome he's also huh yeah, awesome dude, more power too.
0: Yeah, and so well, it's Oregon, it's a very liberal place, but it's probably the he, only
1: gay black dude in Oregon,
0: it's probably no. a very
1: lonely life. I don't think he's the only gay black
0: dude in Oregon, there's probably very much of them in Portland.
1: Oh. oh, yeah, Portland's a big place. Yeah, in my head, Portland, Oregon is like, like there's like fucking 40 people throughout the whole state. You <laughs> keep forgetting there's like people, like major cities, dude.
0: Like, yeah, Eugene's pretty major, and Portland's huge,
1: right? Portland is large.
0: Yeah, Portland's...
1: And their motto is, like, keep Portland weird. So. Portland
0: is very weird, dude. Portland is fucking weird and stinks, bro, and it's dirty, bro. Not that I have, like, we need to be fixing the homeless problem and it starts sure. with a lot of other things, but it's starts disgusting, bro. But, yeah. I don't know, Portland's bad, bro. Uh, it's disgusting.
1: Yeah, San Francisco's not much better, though, because not only is, like, I feel like Portland's got to be really bad, but, like, Portland, I feel like there has to be a a better chance for people to turn their lives around. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, once you hit that point of homelessness and rock bottom, it's very, very, very hard to rebound in any city or or walk in life. But Portland's probably still going to have a better chance as far as, like, the real estate market goes Mm -hmm. than San Francisco. San Francisco, like, apartments are, like, $2,700 a month or something so stupid. Like, I know in San Francisco, in major department stores, they have to lock up the tents in their camping section because people are stealing them to live out of. It's that fucking bad Man
0: Well, Sal, Thank you for coming on again As always we're calling it? We're We're, calling
1: it Oh, shit Uh, I don't know why we decided to shake hands Like we had to go around the mics Yeah, I know Like we're not fucking friends
0: Yeah, a lot of fun (laughs) Thank you for coming on as always
1: Dude, awesome Thank you for having me Uh, Let's do a Let's do a part two soon
0: Yep Before I leave When do you leave? First week in
1: August Oh, hell yeah You know what I want to do? I challenge you to do this as well Let's sit down. Let's do an entirely pop culture themed podcast. Okay. No politics or anything that I don't know shit about. Okay. And that's not to drag of politics, but we've talked about it uh, like a lot, and I'm just not as educated in the field as I'd like to be, and I feel like I should be if I'm speaking out on the matters. Uh, but yeah, just I know pop culture, so let's sit down. Let's figure out things to talk about that are exciting that we can just riff on, and we'll just go. Sounds good. But this was a fucking pleasure and a joy and a pleasurable joy. Awesome.